listening to the Talking Troops podcast with Rob Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to click that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Talking True Hoops on Twitter as well as Instagram. Now here's Tip Off with Rob and Nick. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast. Here with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolo's nope. episode number 38 of the podcast. Still going strong with the NBA. College basketball is really ramping up at this point. We're heading right into it, Nick. We're going to start with the defending champ, Golden State Warriors. They're sucking right now, like big time. Yeah. Big time. And we talked about in the last podcast where we mentioned the uh, animosity that happened at the end of the game against the Clippers where Draymond Green and Kevin Durant had a little frustration going on. Draymond held onto the ball for the final shot where he could have given it up to KD at half court, gone down and let KD do his thing, but that ended up, you know, not happening. And then there was a little bickering on the sideline and then went followed into the locker room. And now there's just these reports going out that the Warriors are, you know, KD's already out the door, which I mean, I'm not going to lie. I Looking agree, at yeah. it, I kind of, I can kind of see that. Uh, but yeah, just it's, it's not looking good for the Golden State Warriors, especially. And then they went on a three game losing streak. They won last night against uh, Orlando, but it's not looking good, man. Yeah, Rob. I mean, this is what happens when you got a lot of outspoken superstars. Eventually, it's going to, you know, boil up and explode. You know, KD and Draymond seem to have their own problems. Steph Curry, you know, he's hurt. He just got into a car accident as well. Yeah. Thank uh, God. I see. Yeah, he was yeah. good. He was good after that. He was good. That. Yeah, maybe he should hire a driver. He's got $200 million in the yeah, bank. Yeah, I would, I would say that. Yeah, because you can get sued. You know, protect your assets. Yeah. The financing <laughs> is coming out. But regardless, Draymond Green, you know, he's always been an outspoken individual. But he's got to know his role with the team because without Kevin Durant, this team's not going at you know, Kevin Durant I think is their best player. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know that's that's definitely where the you know the line is. As for the Warriors, they're still second place in the West. Yeah. I mean, can't can't really like think they're not going to take that number one seat because the Clippers are number one. Yeah, I just checked. Oh yeah, they are. They still are. But I mean, we're talking about the Clippers. Clippers aren't going to stay up there. Doc Rivers, baby overrated <laughs> he is I, I agree but but I will say Doc does a good job when he gets those players like young players that he can kind of do whatever he, like if he if he has stars on his team it's a little bit well I mean with the exception of that Boston team but it, it, you just saw that it didn't work out with Chris Paul and Blake but none, nonetheless back to what you were saying about yeah regardless I think the Warriors will be fine um you know we stacked up in the preseason uh you know, our preseason podcast, we discussed the Warriors and Boston probably being the two heavyweights, and those two teams seem to have struggled the most right now, mm-hmm. Rob. Uh, Big time. But the Warriors do get Boogie Cousins back. Apparently, he's coming back aiming for Christmas Day. So that would be, I That'd guess, be a big, huge addition for huge. him. Huge. That would be huge, man. Yeah, I mean, actually, we got to see how they play with him. I mean, now that Draymond's out with his toe, I mean, it's just like, hey, I don't know how long that's going to – That's it's like a sprained toe or maybe a broken toe. I don't know the exact um, – diagnosis of what it is but I mean yeah you gotta gotta see how how they're gonna come back but the west is looking kind of how about Clay Thompson kind of open yeah Clay He's... Thompson I think what, what I would say about Clay is Clay has like been you know this man's a free agent next year yeah or this offseason like I could see Clay just being like I don't really want to deal with this and everyone's like looking at KD but before KD leaves, Clay could just have his foot out the door and just be gone and maybe go to – I don't know if he'd go to Los Angeles. He could, he's from L.A. He is, but I don't know if he'd be willing to join up with LeBron. I, I, I Take his talents to Brooklyn. <laughs> Dude, that would be a, that would be a nice little – Him they and got KD. Enough, they got enough money. 
maybe nah, I don't know if they'd pair up together and go. That'd be kind of shifty towards Steph. And, I could see Clay going to like South Beach. Yeah, dude, I'd I feel like, like that. that. I'd yeah. like yeah, I'd like that that position for him. But yeah, Drake, uh, Clay could be out the door. But the West is looking kind of interesting right now. I mean, you got like the Nugget. The Nuggets are looking good. Memphis is on a bounce back here, and then you got Oklahoma City. Rob, but yeah, you know, before we move on. The- just even Draymond Green could leave. I believe he's a free agent. But it would be it would be gold. Like if the Warriors just all break up within a year, and it's just Steph Curry on that team and a bunch of young guys. Like yeah, that would be a good thirty for thirty right there. It would. But Steph Steph is Steph is the guy that keeps this thing going. You could just see once he was once he went out, they have like KD is a leadership ability in him being able to play as well as he does. But like Steph, you could just tell like. It's not the same team without him on the court, and Spreads people the court, kind of, yeah. yeah, he just uh, like he's very undervalued. You know, even if you could think that, like people would be like, why would you? Why would you even say that? It is you could just see by watching the team right now that he's very undervalued on what what he brings to the table for that team. But other Western Conference team I want to talk about is the Houston Rockets, and they dumped Melo, which was we talked about, uh, and they thought this would change everything, but they're still under five hundred. I think that they're going to regret big time signing Chris Paul, that massive, outrageous contract that they did. You know, Chris Paul has been injured like he's been his entire probably second half of his career so far now. James Harden has picked it up lately. He had 54 in a loss, but he had 11 turnovers to the Washington Wizards. So, I mean, the Rockets still suck, man. Like, I mean, lo- losing Trevor Reza and Luke Richard Mamute, even though I think it's a little – overhyped for you know how important they were to that team but I mean their defense is just so bad that you have to look at it and be like yeah that's probably a point that has to be made I don't I don't put as much value into it as much like as like when I say they I mean like the other social not social media the other media outlets out there that are talking about and even NBA Twitter they're like oh they need Trevor Reza, they need this they guy do. They like, absolutely do I think they do but I think they could be they, like look at the teams that they're behind right now New Orleans which Anthony Davis has been injured. Min- right, Minnesota, yeah. they could be ahead of easily. Dallas, I think that they should be ahead of San Antonio. Sacramento has been a nice surprise. They're finally playing well, even though I think it's just going to go right back to the crapper hey, for them. they got assets. they got a lot of young guys. I think they should be better than Los Angeles, I think. And then I'd probably draw the line at Portland. and may, you know The expectations have risen now for like the Grizzlies, and Denver's looked good. So. How about the Clippers? Yeah, and the Clippers, but I mean, Houston just sucks. Like, yeah, they're not they're not too good. Huh? Yeah, right. You're absolutely right with that Chris Paul deal and the Clint Capella deal. They've locked up their money for the last couple of years, and it's just not for the next couple of years. And it's just not looking like a bright future for them. It's gonna look like they're just gonna tank. Maybe they they regret not trading for Jimmy Butler, giving up PJ yeah. Tucker. As much as I like, I love PJ Tucker, you you might sometimes you gotta give up. You yeah, know, you like gotta a give up like a little, little for, something to get Jimmy buckets. Um, but yeah, this reminds me so much of how the the Wizards tied up their money, uh, Rob. And we'll yeah. we'll just jump in r- right into that. The the Wizards, you know, Otto Porter, hundred million. John Wall, they he he secured the bag. Bradley Beal as well. They got Dwight Howard, and they just um absolute mess on the court and off the court, Rob. What what, what would you have to say about the John Wall, Brad, Bradley Beal? Um, I think they got Scott get, Brooks beef. Yeah, well, Scott Brooks, I don't think is the. He right needs to get fired. He needs to get the fired. owner should fire him. He needs to get fired. I don't think that he's the right fit for this team. I think that they need a new voice in there, but I also think that they need to dump 
John Wall and or Bradley Beal. Everybody. I, I, I think, think they got to blow think, it up. Yeah, no, I think they definitely have to blow it completely up. If I had to choose between either John Wall or Bradley Beal to get rid of, probably I'd keep John Wall. But, I mean, he still can't really shoot too well, and he's just been proven to have an attitude that's not very, very good. I mean, I like John Wall personally. Like, I like watching him play. I appreciate the way he plays. His defense has really fallen off, which is kind of a disappointing part of his game. Uh, you know, they were talking about Bradley Beal possibly going to the Lakers. I like that fit. Well, they, they need they shooters. Need a, they so. need a shooter, and they need. And Bradley Beal's, I think, in my mind, is much more of a shooter at that shooting guard position. I think he could do a lot, and he's not a terrible defensive player. Uh, but yeah, it's just not looking good. Like, the, and we'll get into it later. But like the Dwight Howard stuff that's come out lately. Both these just, players, like both of these players. They have their ups and they have their downs. They're just so inconsistent. And you throw in that they're out at least four weeks out of the out of the full year. Oh yeah, they're the always injured. they always hurt one always or the other. Injured. They're never on the court at the same time. Um, yeah, and just a coach that does not. He lost the locker room. You got the Washington Wizards ownership um, has to fire the coach. Has to get in somebody somebody new. Change the locker room culture. Blow the whole thing up. Get rid of. Wall, send them somewhere. Send Beal. Beal, I heard Charlotte. Charlotte's in the rumors over there. Ooh, pair him pair up him with Kemba. Kemba. I mean, they've been balling out. Like they that. got they got Kemba and Jeremy Lamb, though. I've been balling the UConn connection. Shout out UConn. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's an absolute mess in Washington, and it's just time to, you time, know. Time to Sometimes teams just up. need to understand, like, I think Atlanta on. was pretty smart about it. They exactly. were like, we're not doing this with when they had Millsap, Horford. Well, Horford left, and then they had Millsap, and – I mean, they kept on the, they kept Bazemore, but then they got rid of Teague, so they kind of blew it up, and they're like, you know what, we're just gonna tank and do the. And they got Sixers. rid of Schroeder. It's yeah. it's absolutely smart. Speaking of the Sixers, we got Philadelphia. Jimmy Butler's looking clutch, dude. He's looking very nice. They're five and two since trading for him. They still have no depth, but uh, they they look like a better basketball team. Joel Embiid's looking like an MVP still. Ben Simmons needs to work on that jump shot, but he's been playing pretty solid. So, uh, and Markel Fultz is seeing, I believe today, uh, we're recording on the 27th of November, uh, Markel Fultz is seeing a shoulder specialist and they can, but I mean, that jump shot's still pretty whack. Uh, they are trying to help him out any way they can. Philly's been very patient with him, but I think that they, uh, they're really, the, the trade rumors are really starting to bulk up for, for Markel Fultz. And I think it may be time for, uh, him getting shipped off somewhere else. Um, I don't. Do you think it's a good idea to to get rid of him, or or do you think they'll miss out on something they could get from him? Well, Rob, you're right. The Philadelphia 76ers have looked good since acquiring Jimmy Butler. Um, yeah, Markel Fultz is a typical like millennial um, athlete. You know, he, he's just absolutely insane. And then you got him. I like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a, he that's is. A good, he's soft. Yeah, he's like as soft as the NBA comes now. Yeah, because and he's very much in his head. He has the yips yeah. when it comes to shooting. Yeah. And and you know what's funny? Amari Cooper in the NFL is doing his free throw as a celebration, like oh, just bobbling the ball. I saw that on ball. Thanksgiving. And he's retweeting it. Yeah. He's retweeting it. He's like laughing at himself, trying to make it seem like, oh, this isn't an issue, but it really is an issue. Yeah. And if I was Philadelphia, your team is good without him. TJ McConley's just, he's fine at the point guard position. Yeah. You just need shooter in there. He, he might not even play because JJ Reddick could pop in because Simmons could be the primary ball handler and Jimmy Butler. So, like, trade this bum. Somewhere, send them somewhere like that. I was sucks. Thinking, I was thinking, send them to Orlando. I was thinking, well, Orlando's not, yeah, dude. Orlando, if you look at the standings, they're 10 and 11. They're okay, you're in, good. They could use him, they could use a point guard. Yeah, get like Vuce. No, 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 they need like what do they need? Oh man, could you imagine Markel? Fo- oh my god, if they got Vucevic, no, what, what could geez. you get for him? You think like 
maybe Terrence Ross. All right, Terrence Terrence Ross or I mean Fournier may be asking for a bit too much. Biombo. Fournier's been good. Biombo. Nah, but they need shooters, man. Is Biombo still on that? I don't know. Yeah, Biombo's on that team. Is he? Yeah, they. I mean, they collecting like big guys. Mobamba, Vucevic. I remember they him. got they had uh, Serge Ibaka too. Yeah, and then they trade him to uh, Toronto. No, he's on the Hornets. Is he really? Yeah, he's on the Hornets. I would have wow. thought he. I, I would have thought he'd wow. be. I would have thought he'd be on the. Yeah, but regardless, they got to ship this kid off somewhere yeah. else. Just try to get at like try to get some shooters, so you can like continue your playoff run this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think there there's. I mean, there's like shooters on the market. For um, a lot of shooters, we'll get into that later. But Markel Fultz might be as bad as Anthony Bennett. Yeah. yeah, at least Bennett was on the court. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a hot take. It's a well, I don't know if it's a hot take. No, that that's a that's a reasonable take. This just shows you draft someone from Washington State. That's what happened. Washington. You draft someone from UNLV. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, just stick to the the blue bloods. I agree. Uh, so, like, if we look at the the scope of the NBA so far, even though it's very early, we look at the Eastern Conference. You got Toronto looking good, seventeen and four. You got Milwaukee fourteen and six. Your boy Giannis is cooking. Philadelphia's MVP gone on a candidate. little bit of streak. Yeah, Philly's gone on his streak and going fourteen and eight. And then you got Pistons, and then Indiana's up there. Uh, Boston, like we mentioned, they've been very disappointing. I think that. Gordon Hayward may need to get back in the gym and lose a little bit of his uh, little bit of his uh, injury weight. I, that might I be another guy they might need to trade. They may need to trade because they just have Tatum, and it's like, you know, last year it's like the emergence of Tatum kind of said, and now they're like, ooh, I don't know. And then they have Brown, so I don't know if they want to go with Hayward. You know, I, I was thinking Hayward, in terms of helping out a team that's, pot, that's struggling and that had some expectations in terms of the Utah Jazz who have – been a big time disappointment being the second worst team in the Western Conference. They're a second half team. They are a second half team. But I was thinking Gordon Hayward would have been a great fit back on that team because they need yeah, a wing. They need right. a wing, a three and D kind of guy uh, to play. So I think that if he maybe stayed in Utah, that would have been good. I'm, well, a, I'm gonna make a bold statement here, Rob. Go for it. Boston's not gonna win a championship with this core. You know what? I mean. I don't want to bet against Boston sports, but like I, I could see, like yeah, I, I see that because there, a lot of times in sports, no matter if it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever, whatever the sport is, they always want to make the assumption like of a team coming up. They're like, oh, this team right here, this team's gonna win a bunch of championships in the next couple years. Like yeah. I don't know, does something come to mind? I'm trying to think. Um, like for instance, I think. What team? The one that popped into my mind, I don't know if this one kind of relates, but from the NFL, remember when, like, the Niners were good with Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh, this team's good. And they made the Super Bowl against I mean, uh, I could top that. The New York Mets, when we went to the World Series. Yeah. And they're like, this team, with the pitching staff. Yeah. They're this gonna pitching be... staff's going to be good for the next five years. And then. We might have a couple of championships. We have then... none. We're not going to get any. <laughs> I, yeah. So that one comes to mind. So I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I kind of, I could see that with the Celtics. And they're, it's very early, but the expectations are very, because, and, and now, like, we're looking at the East, like we mentioned in the last podcast, that the power shift may be going to the Eastern Conference. And you're now getting more teams with more stars, like Jimmy's coming to the, Back to back to the East with Philly, and then you got the emergence of Giannis, and now Kawhi, and that team is playing well. Pacers are always Pacers, and then Pistons with uh, Drummond and uh, Griffin. 
Like it's not going to be an easy, easy thing for the Celtics just to ride this out. And oh no, I I completely agree with you. That's why I said it. I mean, plus, but also you have to consider they do have Brad Stevens as their coach. Level, if they level-headed go up, guy, get him. Get yeah, him. I I just don't see it. I just don't see it, man. Uh, that that may just be our. They took the dis- Nets picks and that. Yeah, not that, yeah, that may just be your disdain <laughs> for that for that franchise. Uh, let's uh, shift a little bit over to college basketball. Let's just talk about some general stuff that's happened. Thought the Duke basketball Devils would go undefeated. I that was ended very quick in the Maui Invitational. Gonzaga looked good, very good. Yeah, Gonzaga did look. I mean, that's what happens. You got some returning players. You got you know a couple. Um, that's the difference between college hoops and the NBA. You need a, you need a couple of like veterans mm. because they they can handle the big games. They can handle slowing down the game and the possession. You know, Duke's gonna be good. They're going to be top five all year, but they will have a couple losses. I mean, Virginia basketball, if we could talk about them as well. Virginia basketball after. Are they going to get over the hump this year or no? They might. They honestly might because if they stay healthy, because that kid Hunter that they got just changes the whole, like, game they play. Yeah. Um, Another statement, um, Gonzaga jumping Kansas in the standings to go number one seed. Big news. Is, like, insane because Kansas started off the season as the number one seed. Duke jumped them to take the one. And then Gonzaga jumped them again, but yeah. they haven't lost. Kansas. Has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like little, they, Kansas should be number one. Well, yeah, a little disrespect. Yes. Wait, Gonzaga's undefeated though, too. It doesn't matter about undefeated. Like, show some respect to Kansas because until December, they take all. They also take in, into consideration last year for yeah. some reason. So like, give Kansas that number one spot, man. Mm-hmm. Show some fu- show some respect. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I think that they they really need to. I, it's like the same thing they do with college basketball. Like they'll like, or not not college football. College football, yeah. Sorry, college football. They'll do the same thing. Like where, I mean, they they don't really respect as much. Like they'll they'll give the yeah. edge to the big name programs like like Ohio State. Like they'll like bump them up, even though I think like a couple of years ago they had like two losses on their record, and there was a team with only. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say like UCF, but because like they don't really play, they don't play competition. They don't play really good competition. But I remember there being—I don't remember exactly who it is—but the committees tend to side oddly with either big name schools or just big big time wins and big wins, man. Because and it's, Kansas it's, is a bigger yeah, school name than Gonzaga. It, it's just very—it's very controversial, and there's just a lot of opinions going around. And you know, you're never gonna get it right. So, or you're never gonna get it right in terms for everyone being like, "That's the right decision. That's what you want to do." Well, you want to talk about UConn real quick? UConn's looking pretty good. We took the L to Iowa, but yeah, Iowa's—you know—they're a good team, ranked 14th now. Yeah. UConn is uh five and one. We play tonight. Uh, or or wait, are they six and one or five and one? Five and one. Five and one. Five and one. Uh, UConn play. Who do we play tonight? We play UMass Lowell. Yeah. I mean, sixteen and a half point favorites. You know, Danny Hurley got that dub today because we got Arizona next week, December second. Big game. Big time. Um. Game. Yeah, Rob. Go another team that you know. You know, storyline for the uh, college basketball. Um, Villanova, two losses already. They just do not look like a defending champ. Nope. Jay Wright can see that he lost that experience with exactly. Mikel Bridges and Brunson. It's not looking good for him. But Spell- uh, They lost four guys a lot from last year, DiVincenzo and Spellwell, you oh, think, and, again. Uh, yep, and uh, DiVincenzo. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're young, and it's showing. Right? It is. Um, I think they'll, they'll end up being there in the end, uh, not – 
well, I don't know about in tournament wise, but I think that um, with Jay Wright as as the coach, I think they should be pretty solid as being a two time uh, championship winning coach. Yeah, the Big East. I mean, somebody could steal the Big East this year. Um, St. John's has looked good. Shamori Pons has been balling out. Shamori Pons balling is good. out. He's for, very good for Chris Mullins. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, let's move on, Rob, to some free throws. Free throws, baby. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, close to his season debut. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, the Bulls. They, I mean, they need him. <laughs> yeah, they got. Uh, they, yeah, they had uh, Wendell Carter, Baby Dirk. Yeah, he is Baby Dirk, man. He set the record for like most threes in a, se- a season by a rookie. So, at, especially at his height, that's pretty good. So, I'm excited to see him back, especially him being on my fantasy team. That'd be very nice for a little, <laughs> for a little boost. Uh, J.R. Smith is no longer with the Cavs yet. He is. Because like he's not released officially, but like he's on the roster, but he's not like doing activities with them, so he just wants out. I will be surprised if he gets another job because of his attitude. I think LeBron was like helped him as a rec- him and Iman Shumpert as reclamation projects when he helped steal them from the Knicks. Uh, hey Jr. L.A. L.A. Land of the Misfits. Or, I, yeah, that's true. Uh, I like. The fit maybe because Philly needs some shooters. The Sixers could be something, and then Jody Meeks was released by Milwaukee, so I think that maybe uh, that he's oh, a shooter, yeah. so they could probably go to uh, Philadelphia because they need they need those guys. Uh, we mentioned Demarcus Cousins will be expected either. I don't know if it's on Christmas Day, probably after Christmas, after New Year's, uh, for a more realistic timeline for him to be back. So be exciting to see Boogie with the Warriors and yes, it is. see what they can do. Uh, Vince Carter. 25,000. 25,000, finally. He got it on a dunk, too. With yeah, with, like one, with .4 seconds left in the game. They kind of gave it to him, but yeah. like, I, I take that statement back. Somebody trying to like actually like defend him. Yeah. And the other guy, his teammate was like, yo, let him go. It's Vince, yeah. it's Vince Carter. It's Vince I was, Sanity. I was watching the... Uh, Versus Toronto. Versus Toronto, which is a big which is a big time deal for him. Uh I saw some, I saw like a bunch of comments on it because it was they they were down like twenty and they still got the and he got the dunk and it was like I've never seen a team so happy in a loss I was like yeah I mean when you're Vince Sanity man you know what I wish he revved the engine though you know yeah kudos he, to Vince though one for the jersey for the jersey days when he was with the the Nets he's just kudos to Vince for not going to Golden State and he's gonna go down he's not gonna win a championship probably but like. Good for him. Not selling out. Not selling out. He's typical Vince Carter. Yeah. Typical Vince solid Sanity. NBA player. Now we got this uh, kind of wild story that came out. We talked about Dwight Howard. Little drama. It's a little drama, and it's it's you know kind of I don't know what the I think word. the NBA lives for this. Yeah, and NBA Twitter was going bananas. Shout out to at Talking Drew Hoops on Twitter. Go ahead and give us the follow. Um, it was kind of wild, man, and um. So basically what happened was Dwight was – I don't want to say being blackmailed because what he's being accused of is like serious allegations that he was domestically abusive towards this uh, this person. Uh, technically his uh, – I believe she's um, – I think it's a he. It's a he. Well, it's – she uh, – no, is it a he? All right, regardless of – of um, the gender of, of pronouns, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna get too because you know it's it's very it's very it's, a touchy topic. it's very sensitive, uh, but a transgender I'm guessing transgender woman I don't know the exact specifics of the statement that he had relations with, uh, he was being abusive towards her and she came out and I guess like his pastor was, was trying, trying to keep was, it quiet was trying to keep it quiet and was like threatening her and like Dwight we know is like. 
It's Dwight Howard. It's Dwight Howard, and like he had the uh, what was it? What injury was it? He has his back. No, it was a. I think it was a, an ass injury. <laughs> so that is, you know, leave that what it is. Um, Dwight is just. Too much stuff with this man. And he's got like a million kids too. Yeah, but that's that's one of the reasons, Rob. Like she was pissed off that he was out there, you know, with other girls or, or yeah. guys or whatever. Dwight whatever Howard he's doing. What, we, we, don't, know, we, don't ju- do we don't judge, but, you know, he goes yeah. out and he does his business. She but... was pissed off that he was like with other girls. Yeah. So she got jealous or yeah. he. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, it's it's very just distracting to this wizard situation even more. I mean, they just have so much drama and then just Dwight doing this. It's like. It's so Dwight it's Howard's so story. Is. That's what makes it perfect. Howard, it's unbelievable how crazy this is. And like when I, I was like scrolling through through our feed on, on Twitter, I was like, why is everyone talking about Dwight Howard right now? He's injured. Like what's going on? And I just see the story and I'm like what the hell like oh my god so i don't know how it's gonna shake up like what's gonna go down he hasn't I, made a statement or i will anything. say that like, rob i did i did hear that this person that came out against dwight howard also came out against playboy cardi oh and they were and she was or he was lying about playboy cardi so okay i don't know if it's just a whole publicity stunt it could be, but if it, that if that's the case, then it looks like yeah. it could be what it is. But like you got regardless, that is so Dwight Howard. Yeah, to just him be and his up and his it. his donkey farm and oh. all his kids and him him just being out like it's just perfect. And I'm I thank God that the Nets never traded Brook Lopez for him way back when when he was in Orlando. Well, you did you did have him, but he he asked for a buyout. Oh, oh, that's different. I'm talking about when we had Darren Williams and oh. just moved to Brooklyn. Dwight Howard was supposed to come through like. Like this, close, and thank God we never traded Brook Lopez for him, I, I, and he went to L.A. instead. Can you imagine him in the city with with those shenanigans? Figure about it in the city, off the court, man. Him yeah, and Darren Williams yeah. and the whole team. Ugh. Avery John. Ah, oh, thank God. I thank God for that. No, a, a, a crisis averted. Yeah. Prob- probably uh so we'll end up end it off on our fast break fantasy some guys that you may be looking to get uh Dwayne Wade's been cooking Emmanuel Moutier although their lineups with the Knicks as Trey a, Burke. yeah Trey Burke has been good too so like don't put too much stock into Emmanuel Moutier if I were you and you have Draymond Green because I have him trade his ass right now because this toe injury and the rest of his season is just not looking good like he's he'll give you the occasional maybe like two triple doubles throughout the whole year but like get you that 12 11 10 yeah but like i don't know if it's how often it's gonna happen you got guys like uh marvin williams have been really good probably i'd look to drop a guy like josh hart he has been uh, a little disappointing with the lakers uh bam out of bio's been looking good so there's a lot of guys out there that have been picking it up but obviously you got to take it week to week and see what the uh, the fantasy scope is like if you're in a daily uh, or you're in a season-long thing, whatever you got. You got to look at the matchups, and uh, there's a lot of basketball coming up, so uh, a lot of fantasy. So that is it for this episode, episode number 38. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on our YouTube channel. Be doing you know a lot of stuff on there. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us for those tweets about Dwight Howard. We'll see. Keep, keep you guys updated with that. Uh, Nick, want to leave anything with people before tonight's good luck to the UConn basketball team tonight against UMass Lowell. Yeah, baby. Get that dub, baby. Uh, so definitely subscribe to the podcast and uh, catch us next time.
You've been listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. One-stop shopping for great basketball talk. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up with all future TTH content. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow our social medias at Talking True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. Catch us next time.